This is the Stockton San Joaquin County Public Library. Hi friends, welcome to Library the 13th, the first and only SSJ CPL horror podcast, where every month we invite a member of our staff to pick a horror movie that you can watch on Hoopla or Canopy free with your library card, and then we talk about it. I'm your host, Michael Vineyard, and joining me today is Nathan Mays from the Mountain House Library. Thank you for joining me, Nathan. Hi, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. How long have you worked for the library? Um, I started working for the library in August of 2020, so about a year and a half now. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so I'm pretty fresh. And you're a circulation assistant? Yeah, that's that's correct. Awesome. How did you find your way to that job? So previously, I was doing uh, quality assurance for an aerospace company, and I was there for 10 years, actually. And yeah, when COVID hit, we lost a lot of our contracts, and um, a good portion of the company ended up being laid off. And so I was laid off in April of 2020, just kind of finding, trying to find a new job, you know, and found the yeah. posting for uh, the circus assistant at the library, uh, applied. I've always enjoyed, you know, going to the library and figured it'd be kind of a cool experience to actually work there. Did the assessment test in June, did the interview in July, and then by August I was selected, luckily, and hired here to work. So, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome to hear because, oh, man, that I know that pandemic has hit so many people so hard. Yeah, and yeah, you never expect it to happen, you know, especially after 10 years at a place. And uh, yeah. so it was a little surprising God. and kind of a bummer. But, you know, I'm here now and I'm happy to be here. So I think it's all been part of the journey and the plan, you know, and it's yeah. kind of worked out. So do you yeah. so, you know, we're all uh, for those who don't know, SSJCPL, that's Stockton and San Joaquin library system all connected. So are you actually in Mountain House? I'm in Tracy. Tracy. Yeah. Oh. So growing up, my home library was Tracy, but Mountain House is just a short 20 minute drive, you know, so it's not. I was previously commuting to Livermore, so this is much better. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. That's yeah. Great. So for those who don't know, because everybody thinks if you work at a library, you're a librarian, which yeah. I'm a library assistant. You're a circulation assistant. So right. what does that mean? What's a what's a typical day for you? Um, a typical day, usually running a few reports. I do the deposit. So whatever money we take in, I'll uh, I'll fill out some forms and make sure it all adds up correctly. Yeah. And throughout the day, you know, just getting our patrons, getting their items checked out to them letting them pay off any fines, helping them out with, you know, if they forgot their PIN number, basically, to their account, things like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, just all sorts of other things. Yeah, you don't spend your whole day reading. <laughs> I do not. No, that's, a, yeah, that seems to be a pretty common misconception among people that mm-hmm. do not work at libraries. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah it's it's a lot of work. Yeah, a lot of customer yeah. service. Definitely, yeah. True. A lot of interactions yeah. there, so. yeah. And um, is there anything at the Mountain House branch that you'd like to highlight for anybody who hasn't visited yet? I know it's a new building. 
Yeah, it's a brand new building. It's um, only been open to the public since March, so it's mm. still fresh, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there's a ton of books. We have four study rooms. Uh, one of them is a big conference room. They all have TVs where you can hook up your computer or gaming system if you want to or anything like that. So that's pretty cool. We have a patio area. And then we have our genre sections are pretty large, actually, compared to some of the other libraries I've visited. So yeah. it's a it's a really nice building. It's really comfortable. There's a ton of stuff to experience here. And so if somebody wanted to use one of those study rooms, do they just need do they need to call ahead or can they just come in and. Yeah, it's either way, really. Uh, we do take same day reservations. So if you just want to pop in and say, hey, uh, I was just wondering if any study rooms are available for use. More likely than not, we can get you in either right away or at least sometime that day. And if you want to schedule it out, you know, a few days in advance or the next day or anything like that, we can definitely do that too. So it's pretty flexible. Yeah. Yeah. They are busy. So if you want to get a spot, definitely, yeah, either show up early or call ahead to see if we have anything available. But most of the time we can get you in. Yeah, that's something we get. So I'm at the Western Ranch Library and yeah. uh, we get people coming in like, do you have a quiet spot? So we <laughs> we, we don't have study rooms. So I'll, I'll yeah. talk just go to Mountain House. It's a commute, but it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have people that use them for job interviews, taking their finals, some of the students that come here. But if you just want to hang out, I mean, our adult area is really big and nice, and it's usually pretty quiet compared to the, the kids' area, even the teens' area. So. Awesome. So I'm sure horror fans at this point are screaming at me to start talking <laughs> about horror. <laughs> yes, yes. So let's... First, let's let's still focus on you, but we'll segue into horror with when you came to the West Ranch Library, you said you are a horror fan. Is, is that something you've always been a fan of? Do you have a favorite movie? Did you start as a kid or get into it later? I think it started as a kid. Um, I am a child of divorce, you know, so my parents mm-hmm. were divorced when I was young. And so that meant visitation, you know, between my mom and dad. And my dad was a little on the stricter side, you know, but when I would go to my mom's, we would always bond over watching scary movies, things like that. And so it kind of started when I was pretty young. Wow. Some of the first movies I remember watching and that were, you know, specifically horror, I would put Alien in there for sure. Okay, you need to talk to Malia because she actually mentioned the Alien franchise as one of her favorites. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I love that It kind of steered away from horror, you know, in the sequels, (laughs) but that first one is just terrifying. Like that is, I will defend that like as being a horror movie to the day I die. So yeah, it it was a lot of that growing up, going over there, you know. um, That's funny because I don't, I don't have kids, but my my brother has, uh, uh, my, you know, my niece and my nephew, and yeah. he's the one that'll want to watch not even scary stuff with them, but stuff that's like borderline scary. Like, uh, I don't know if you watch Doctor Who, okay. but there's some, you know, that's just sci-fi, but there's some episodes that have some kind of scary elements for real little kids. And right, my, right. my sister-in-law will go crazy, like, don't show them that. So it it was so for you it's your mom that was yeah she <laughs> threw me into the fire you know and I just awesome. really ended up liking it and movies are just great in general you know for the emotions they bring out in you but just the fear mm. and anxiety and dread that horror <laughs> movies give you is just it's unlike anything else you know it's mm-hmm. so it's really cool why would you want that is the I question know, yeah I, I don't I don't know maybe it's our uh, our our daily nine to five lives you know we just want to feel something maybe not existential <laughs> dread if you know we're going through something but maybe sure. just you know immediate threat or yeah supernatural things like that you know yeah <laughs> but yeah so there's that um 
my dad's never really been a horror movie guy, so you know mm. we don't really watch anything like that. I would say though, probably my favorite movie, I would say The Exorcist, or I'm more probably recency bias, but Hereditary is just terrifying. Like I watched uh-huh. that movie in the theater with my mother-in-law, oh, and yeah. yeah, we were just. I was like, I this. It's so good, but it's so hard to like even get like build it up to rewatch it. Mm-hmm. It's just a terrifying movie, and I really enjoy it. But probably those two, Exorcist and Hereditary. Yeah. Yeah, very good movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very yeah. good movies. We 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 did watch Hereditary uh, last year for my horror club. Okay. Uh, yeah. So oh yeah, good one. Very good yeah. one. Yeah. Um. But the movie for today is Under the Shadow. So tell me, how did you find out about this movie? When did you first see this movie? So there's a website called Collider.com. They cover a lot of movies, TV, just entertainment stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, they had a list of like the top, I think it was like 25 horror movies of uh, maybe like the last five or 10 years, something like that. And it was on there. And, you know, I kind of wanted to check out some of the ones that I'd never seen before. You know what they wrote about it as far as like the setting and the premise is kind of it it kind of grabbed my attention so i ended up watching it maybe like a year or two ago and i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed it yeah so that's where i found it and then awesome. doing the rewatch for this podcast is uh just kind of confirmed that i really liked it how <laughs> yeah. good it was yeah it's very good and it's on hoopla and canopy so anybody with a yeah. library card can watch and i will say now okay you know spoiler alert we're, we're gonna get into the movie now so if you haven't seen it stop and go do that so i told you i wasn't going to put you on the spot but there is one thing that uh i kind of like to try i like i've started doing is uh okay give me the elevator pitch for this movie i'm going to give you 30 seconds okay and you get to tell me what it this movie is all right. All right. So it is a horror movie. It's set in Iran during the Iran-Iraq War in the uh, the 80s. I don't really know the exact year. Um, mm-hmm. It focuses on a family, specifically a, a mom and her her daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, the husband's in there as well for a little bit, um, but he ends up, you know, not being a huge part of the story. Um, yeah. But Eight seconds. But, yeah, but they're in the, they're in their apartment. There's a war going on around them, and supernatural things start to happen, and it's really creepy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A, a pretty spoiler-free elevator pitch. I like it. <laughs> you got to, yeah. There's so, a balance. Yeah. So now, if someone hasn't seen it, now go watch it. Um, yeah. Yeah. This was – oh, man. It was, so what's what's – really cool about this is you know you think of gin and you think of genies and you think of aladdin and you think of genies being these really fun groovy wish granting um but then you've got so i don't know if you ever watched the wishmaster movies i have not so that one has a, a gin in it but he is very much like a kind of a devil character like okay. tempting people and offering them wishes but then right. the wish becomes horrifying okay. um, the gin in under the shadow was very interesting because it was like a spirit of wind that is drawn to 
like conflict or anxiety, fear. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. And I kind of like that element, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of, I like when things are, you know, like you said, uh, a, the gin is kind of like a genie figure. It's real jovial, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ready to help you out, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And I like things like that are kind of flipped upside down and basically mm-hmm. the opposite of that. And it's kind of terrifying, <laughs> you know, when something has that power over you and, and, mm-hmm. um, and it really goes in with the setting as well. You know, just the, the anxiety that the family's feeling, everything that's yeah. going on in the building, um, not to mention the country and, so yeah yeah i think the gin was a was a good choice especially for you know it being a foreign film the setting and everything Mm -hmm. um and kind of the the lore or folklore of 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 that culture yeah 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 and i feel like a lot of times when they'll do horror movies around wartime a lot of times it's following soldiers and stuff so this was really kind of heartbreaking watching these civilians you know, who are hearing the bomb threats and having to go down and shelter in place. Yeah. You know, it's uh, a, yeah, there's a feeling of helplessness, you know, Um, mm -hmm. because when you're a soldier, I mean, most of the time you're going to have, you know, your fellow soldiers with you and your team and Mm -hmm. you have weapons, you know, and a means to defend yourself, you know? Yeah. I mean, even if it's supernatural, they might not work, but you have that comfort and, Mm -hmm. um, with this family and the residents of the building, it's just helpless. You know, there's a feeling of helplessness there and uncertainty for sure. Yeah. And like, you know, you can't leave the apartment building unless you know it's safe. If, if there's, you know, the, the, the bomb threat going on. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) You know, and then, and the dad leaves, and it's specifically because, again, of the war, and he's called away, and oh my god. Yeah, he gets conscripted, conscripted mm-hmm. to serve, you know, on the on the front line, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so, between, you know, the missiles coming in and the uncertainty of if she's ever going to see her husband again, it's just a lot of, <laughs> yeah, a lot of anxiety yeah. and stress. Yeah. yeah, and I think it just feeds into uh, what her and her daughter experience. Yeah. yeah and it's feeding it's feeding the gin somehow it is yeah right? the, yeah um because it grows kind of stronger over the course of the movie i think i don't know if there's things that it does later in the movie that it couldn't have done in the beginning but now that it's fed on enough of their fear it can take more forms yeah that it's not explicitly um, said you know if it's growing in power due to you know, um, whatever the family's feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but you kind of get the feeling that it doesn't matter anyways. Cause I mean, it starts off stressful cause you know, <laughs> the mom, yeah. she's not able to live out her dream. And so that kind of casts a, you know, I would say a depression over her, which, you know, leads mm-hmm. to anxiety and fear and mm-hmm. everything else that they go through. Right. Oh my gosh. That, Okay. So I have a, a thing I want to do for this podcast where we talk about what's the real horror of this. And a lot of times, <laughs> yeah, like a lot of times it's funny, you know, and I'll do kind of a, an impression of uh, what's his name? Morty from Big Mouth or something like that. Yeah. real horror. Yeah. You know, the, the dad. <laughs> yeah. The dad that's always angry. But man, with this, it's like, ooh, 
yeah, no, the real horror is this this woman that's that wants to be a doctor and wants to help people. And this university is just like, nah, now nah, you were you were a protester at some point, you know, yeah. so, yeah. you know, you're done. You're blacklisted. You know, it's kind of like the 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 Red Scare here in America, where if you were friends with someone who went to a communist rally you're done. You're yeah. not working. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You oh. know, uh, a lot of McCarthyism there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think just living in that sort of, that sort of, uh, you know, government or mm-hmm. oversight, kind of a, a state like that, just, it keeps you on edge anyways, you know, because mm-hmm. I mean, we see later on in the movie, I mean, they run from the apartment out of fear she doesn't have oh. her, uh, I think it's called a hijab on, mm-hmm. and she gets stopped by, you know, uh, a couple military guys, and yep. you know, luckily she doesn't get punished for it too bad. But that's a big, that's a big, mm-hmm. um, that's a big no-no, you know, over there, especially during that time. And so, yeah, just, I mean, there's so many things oh, going against man. this this lady and her daughter, you know, and it's just so yeah. like sad to see and like heartbreaking and yeah. The gin showing up just as like you know it's the cherry on on the top. cherry on top of I, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just oh like man what else could go wrong I know yeah and you're like oh you you guys you're soldiers like help help her there's a yeah. demon <laughs> right like, they don't ask anything yeah they're, they're like just, oh I guess we're in Europe yeah we're in Switzerland it? now I guess like yeah <laughs> like, being sarcastic and it's like oh man because I didn't even think about that. I thought they would stop her, maybe like in, enforce a curfew or something, and force her back into the apartment, you know. Yeah. But and and it kind of caught me off guard, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man, yep. jail um, time. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And then I forget, like somebody talk. I think there's a a woman that works there that brings her a hijab and then talks to the supervisor to get her out. Of the yeah. of the jail without too much punishment. Yeah, it was a warning. Um, they did say though that oh. most of the time, I think the usual punishment for for walking out without a hijab is uh, lashes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is just that's brutal, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so she's got this thing in her apartment. <laughs> she's got yeah. missiles, you know, yep. landing all around her. Yep. And then on top of that, you know, there's no one there to help her. Yeah. Yeah, the the people you'd think she'd be calling, like, hey, there's a demon here. Yeah. They're just like, nope, nope, we're. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're the fashion police. Yeah, um, we're more worried about what you're wearing. <laughs> fashion police. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that. Oh god. And the, um, let's see. You had the. So let's. Okay, I gotta. I gotta admit to. There were some jump scares in this that really got me. There are. I forgot I about a couple of them. Yeah, and so they kind of took me off guard when I was watching it again. But yeah, yeah. the jump scare. I would say maybe there's like what, like five or six, maybe. Yeah. The um, so like for me, I know when the there's the moment when she thinks her husband's back. And yeah. He's in bed and he's talking to her and just telling her you're useless, you're a terrible mother. And then when the bed comforter, the quilt, just starts like jumping at her yeah yeah it's like oh, oh man dude, get out of that bed that ain't your yeah. husband 
I know. Yeah. <laughs> Run. Yeah. Oh, man. That was the, a good one. Yeah. The, um, the the hand that came through the window. Oh, man. Yeah. That that was the one that caught me off guard. I forgot that about that. That got you? Again? I was like, something's going to happen. I don't remember what, though. Oh. Um, the one that got me was kind of the old man when she wakes up and is just yeah. staring at her from the oh, bedroom oh. door. And he runs <laughs> off. Mm-hmm. Ah, that mm-hmm. was, yeah. Um, I don't know. For some reason, like things staring at you while you sleep is just like one of the creepiest things that could like happen, you know? Um, kind of like a side note after I watched like paranormal activity, uh, when the, the girl's like possessed and she's watching her boyfriend sleep, you know, for hours, I woke up that next morning at like three in the morning and my wife was like sitting up on her bed, just like staring. And I couldn't, I didn't see that she was on her phone and I was just like, (laughs) yeah, I don't like this at all. Like, no thanks. Yeah. And I was like, what are you doing? Go back to bed. She's like, why are you freaking out? I'm like, you don't understand what I've just seen. (laughs) Oh, she hadn't even seen it with you. No, she doesn't like horror movies at all. Oh, okay. So how it was me and my mom. Now it's me and my son. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. How old yeah. is he? He's 12, so we kind of have okay. to monitor. You know, I don't want him to see like the hard R stuff yet. Too but much there's, crazy. There, yeah. yeah, there's a few things we watch that he likes. That's um, great. Yeah. Awesome. Oh. Yeah. That okay? So how? So you have a unique perspective to this film as well, then, as a parent watching them this mom and trying to protect her daughter yeah um because the because the the gin doesn't talk except off screen to the daughter at some point right like right you never hear him talk Mm -mm. you never you i don't even i don't you don't hear the daughter talking to the gin either it's it's just kind of she says like yeah, the lady says she could take better care of me than you. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, and it's like, uh, what lady? <laughs> what are what? we talking about? Yeah. Um, I mean, things like that are stressful enough with two parents in the house, you know, mm-hmm. let alone just one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can't even imagine. That's mm-hmm. like, yeah. <sighs> I think, yeah, probably the scene. I don't know if you had a plan for the scene, but the one where they're finally leaving mm-hmm. the apartment they get to the the garage um but the gin is imitating the daughter and calling her back up to the apartment is right yeah but the the daughter had worn like totally put her hoodie up and pulled it down and her hair was covering her face so i was thinking that was the gin and the daughter was still in the apartment yeah so it totally, uh, they totally got me. They totally had me confused, not knowing which way was up. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I mean, that's kind of terrifying as a parent. What do you do? You know, you're stuck with this decision. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, she ended up making the wrong decision. <laughs> and yeah. oh, she ended man. up encountering what I like to call mouth face. Mouth face, uh, <laughs> Jen. Ooh, yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah, this is terrifying. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And I I love that it was it wasn't even like uh a bunch of, you know, jagged or sharp teeth which you usually get. It was just big normal teeth. It was just weird. Yeah. yeah. Like, 
oddly big, you know, incisors. Right. Oh, yeah. which that was scene. somehow creepier. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you expect, you know, something of that nature to have a lot of drool or bile with like mm-hmm. these sharp, jagged teeth, kind of like a venom, you know, and it's just, mm-hmm. it was, it, it, some, you know, and it was just a normal mouth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Somehow that's more unsettling. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Loved it. I love I Yeah. Ooh, that was yeah. And then let's see. Any other jump scares? I I loved that they got away though. I was very happy. Spoiler alert, they they make it to they have to fight with the gin like tooth and nail. Yeah. And it's like expanded from just a shape, you know, as, as a person with a um I, I want to say a burka to suddenly the burka has become like a huge tent that they're trying to fight and find their way out of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, they get to the car and then they got to bust through the, the garage door. Oh, yeah. So yeah. They did make it though, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, <laughs> and yet they didn't cause this was a, the interesting element of it. Was it like, in order to haunt you, it needs something that you, it needs an object. So yeah. for the daughter, it keeps stealing her doll. <laughs> yeah. And then the mom, it took her, the medical book that uh, mm-hmm. I think her mom gave her, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so unfortunately, the head of the doll and that medical book were both left at the apartment. And so mm-hmm. kind of, there's a bit of uncertainty there that yeah. the gin is still attached to the family Ooh. because the gin kept those items. Yeah. Um, oh. I like to think they got away, mm-hmm. but you know, the rules are kind of clear and you know, most likely <laughs> the gin still attached to them. Yeah. Um, if they didn't have those two shots at the end showing the doll head and the book, I, you would assume it would be easy to assume that they got away, but when they showed those, I was like, "Oh man, maybe they didn't make it." Yeah, I, I, I think, I think you could easily do a sequel where they have gotten away, they've found her husband, and just they've moved somewhere that's like stress-free, right? Like a tropical beach or something, you know, somewhere yeah, yeah. where they're they're safe and they're as long as they are safe and happy they're good because the the gin you know it wants the fear the anxiety the stress so you know maybe they're they're in a good place and then just something happens that's stressing the family out and then the gin's able to come back just start to come back yes yeah, an opening yeah and then they realize oh my god the only way for us to be free is to go all the way back to that that building in tehran and find <laughs> our object get our stuff back yeah yeah they'll because they'll realize they're missing at some point and they'll be like nope let's just go it's fine for sure and i think there was a scene in the movie where she couldn't find the book and noticed that Mm -hmm. it was uh where that missile had landed in the building it was kind of in that rubble area on top just sitting there and so oh yeah just the thought of having something be attached to you Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. kind of freaks me out anyways because you can't get away from it but having keeping something of yours too that means a lot to you know sentimental value kind of adds to that i think and i i do like that because it does make it feel like okay if so if you can just get the thing 
you're you're the object you could be safe <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i just got to get this book and i got to find this doll yeah yeah versus man wherever we go it's following and we just have to get an exorcism of our family or something yeah. you know <laughs> but with this it's like no no it's the doll head we got to get the doll head and the doll and we have to not lose track of them don't just put them in the back seat. <laughs> nope. Yeah, just hold it. <laughs> Don't ever let go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and do our, our last little segment here then. Oh, wait. Okay, there was a question I want to do before we get to the Academy Awards. The little boy. Oh, my gosh. Is I... the little boy, like, actually trying to help or is he haunted? Is he? Did he bring the gin with him? I think oh, no. I think he might have honestly, mm-hmm. um, because it was stated both of his parents were killed in the war, yeah. um, and so I mean if there's anything more traumatizing than that, you know, or leaving an opening for a gin to attach itself to you, yeah. I mean I don't know what it is, yeah. Um, and I do think he was trying to help. Yeah, he gave her like uh, some something made with like cow hair or something. Something like that, yeah. yeah. I wonder uh, if she had kept it, they yeah, they well, would have been fine. Yeah, well, the daughter was looking for it, and then mom oh. threw it away, you know. I mean, as almost any parent would, like, what is this? This is gross. Mm-hmm. Like, we're mm-hmm. not going to keep this. Mm-hmm. Um, any of our listeners who are young, if uh, if a, another child friend of yours <laughs> gives you a talisman of some sort, keep it in a safe spot where your parents won't throw it away. Yeah. Yeah. Or a, a gin might come. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No matter how gross it is. Yeah. <laughs> Just hold on to that. It kind of had like um, a Pan's Labyrinth when she takes the root with the milk underneath mom's bed. Kind of had that kind of vibe. And then once you yes. get rid of it, that protection is lost. Right. And, you know, mm-hmm. this makes it easier for the gin to do whatever it wants to do. That's kind of that's kind of the the vibe I got from it. Yeah. And that, and you know, that gets in the whole other element of like the, the 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 culture's original belief systems versus the current religious system, and like yeah. the, the jinn is probably something from their folklore, but then one of the other characters mentions it's also in the Quran, so it is yeah. it is also acknowledged in the uh, Islam religion. But then the kid gives her a talisman that's, I I would guess, from the old folklore and not from Islam, right? The the cow hair thing. I don't know. Right. You know, she doesn't call an imam to come cleanse the house or anything. Right. Yeah. Um, she was a little more secular, too. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of when she does have the interview with the university trying to get back in, um, she it was revealed. I think that she was left leaning in her protest. Right. Um, right. And they do have, you know, a VCR with the Jane Fonda workout VHS. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I think their values are a little more Western. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so, yeah. So I think that kind of played into her not reaching out for any type of religious help, anything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Well, because that's the scary thing in, you know, in like vampire stuff when you you pull out a cross or holy water and it doesn't work, you know. Yeah. So, I, yeah. No! Um, yeah. 
but yeah but then in this instance cow hair does somehow with the gin like, all right hold on to that hold yeah. on yeah <laughs> it's like you know you almost want to be like that guy in the mummy that just had every religion's a- amulet or talent oh yeah and all yeah. the necklaces no yeah he had the star of david the cross yeah. the uh yeah. the crescent moon you know yeah. all that stuff Allah, buddha shiva everybody <laughs> yeah. oh, anybody who's listening right now yeah <laughs> uh, so all right so last segment is academy awards if you and i are the academy award givers for the year uh, that this movie came out uh what awards might we give I know one I would give is the the best use of a costume as the villain, because so much of this this wind spirit demon, we don't see the demon itself. We see the the burka sheet flowing through the wind and flying around and then grabbing them. Yeah, I'm in like a like a trap. No, yeah, that's a really good uh that's a Love really that. good one. The acting I think is so good and I think mm. it especially for foreign films, you know, where it's not going to have a huge American audience. I think it's kind of important for, you know, us as Americans to kind of see how talented these these actors and actresses are from, you know, other countries and different cultures and I mean even I mean it's I I feel like it's so hard to find good children child actors you know but they knocked it out of the yes. park with this casting. This little girl was so yes. good. Yeah. Her, so her good. acting and whoever the the shoot I should have looked up the director's name. <laughs> but the directing for that kid. Okay, Iranian born Babak Anvari. Okay. His his directorial debut too. So this is his first movie. Very cool. Yeah, and I mean to work oh. with a child actor like that and get that kind of performance, you mm-hmm. know, out of her was I mean, I don't think that's something to be understated. Yeah. 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 And she was good and she, you know, she it didn't get annoying. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes you're like, all right, maybe I do want this little kid to get taken by the gin or whatever. Yeah. You know, they're going on like you're if annoying. You're gonna, yeah, if you're gonna keep arguing with your parent and being a punk, but this kid really sold it. Like you saw that she was did yeah. not trust her mom and was losing faith in her mom. And like, yeah. Well, that one scene where she attacks the mom and they're just struggling on the floor. Yeah, yeah. that is such like a heartbreaking scene. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. And then the lights go out and the alarm goes off for the incoming missiles. And you're just like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, man. Mm-hmm. Like, when mm-hmm. will it end? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, man. So good. <laughs> Let's see. Any any other. And they can be silly. You can make up. You can make okay. one up. Let's see. Best use of an absent husband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the gin actually. Yeah. And, pulls um, in a, yeah. It's not a perfect marriage, you know. <laughs> I think there's a lot of tension, I guess. Maybe mm-hmm. some, I guess, tension. I mean, they, they both blame each other for a few things, you know, that yeah. they could be a little more supportive with. But, yeah, just him being gone, you know, it's yeah. like. Yeah. I was, yeah. was going to say almost like competitiveness. That I think that's the perfect word. Yeah. Because they're both doctors. but They are. He but decided she, to stay in school and she protested and, and she protested and yeah i mean i think there's some gets... regret there on her part probably because yeah. you know the, yeah. i mean the iranian revolution all it did was really set up you know um the current 
regime there. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. she failed in that, and now she's not able to be a doctor either. And I think yeah. it just kind of adds to everything she's going through. Um, but That's... the husband being gone, I mean, even if you know they weren't on the best of terms, mm-hmm. just his absence is just, I mean. Mm-hmm. It, it makes it so much harder for just the family in general, you know? Oh, yeah. And then you don't know if it's him calling because they're getting yeah. phone calls. But then at, and at first he's nice, but then he'll say something, you know, just, oh, you're terrible. You're doing a terrible job. <laughs> no, yeah. it's not. Or is it? I mean, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't know what he's going through. You know, he's on the front line. Like maybe he yeah. is getting frustrated with her and just kind yeah. of saying some really mean things. and. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's a good one. Um, I would say probably the setting. I would give an Oscar, uh, you know, Academy yeah. Award to. Yeah. Um, the backdrop, you kind of have this militant state where you're mm. living. Um, mm. on top of you know the war has come to you, and they had a nice apartment. You yeah. know, it was really nice. Um, huh. and you know, there's bombs going off around them, missiles hitting the building. Yeah. The constant threat you know uh sirens going off having a shelter down in the basement yeah. it's just oh, gosh. yeah <laughs> that's just yeah. that setting coupled with you know what they're going through with the gin is kind of just like man you can't catch yeah. a break yeah threats from all sides yeah no one to call for help i think no. they get like one of the other families to come in and just look around but they don't hire a uh, a spiritualist or a religious leader to come in and you know yeah. exercise it there's no ghostbusters right and it's i think just... sometimes those characters are like the biggest comfort blanket that you could have yes. in a horror movie yes. you know like um what is, i think insidious when the the couple shows yes. up to help them out it's like mm-hmm. sigh of relief yes. the experts are here love it love she it she doesn't you know the mom doesn't have any of that unfortunately no. No, um, in fact, instead of a comfort blanket, the blankets are the gin. The, yeah, the blanket is the one, yeah, you know, giving them grief. Yeah. Um, I was The only thing I would take away that I didn't really like in this movie, I think the CGI, I, I would like to see more um, practical uh, effects. Ooh, hot take. Hot yeah. take from Nathan Mays. Yeah, I am. I do like practical effects. Yeah. <laughs> the CGI is not the greatest, and that's kind of, you know, you expect that with the lower budget movie, mm-hmm. anyways. So I'm not trying to take anything away from that, but I think just the practical effects, they, they, you can tell they pop on screen a lot more. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe it just wasn't in the budget. And, but yeah, that's probably the one thing that I would. I would criticize the movie on, but yeah, otherwise, I mean, it's, it's so yeah. good. Yeah. Hey, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah. Thanks for really, having me. I appreciate really, it. Yeah. Great chatting with you. Are there any like programs or, or passive things going on? I know we've got winter reading right now. So we do have th- winter reading going on. Um, do you guys have adults alike? Yeah. Do you guys have crafts or activities you're giving out or anything that people? Yeah. Could- we have a ton of crafts, a ton of activities. We have coloring pages. Uh, we have some cardstock where you can put together a Christmas tree. We have, oh, nice. uh, yeah, a couple pre-built yeah. ornaments that you can build yourself, things like that. Awesome. Um, 
yeah, so we got a lot of stuff. So if you come by the mountain house, just come see me. Ask for Nate or anyone else at the desk could help you out. And we'll get you set up with with all the crafts we have. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Awesome. You heard it here, ladies and gentlemen and people, everybody. Uh, and if you want to chat horror with me, you can register for Horror Club. We meet every Monday at 5. So uh, thank you, Nathan. Thank you, everybody, for listening. All right. Thanks for having me, Mike. Appreciate it. We weren't doing anything, we were just messing up. Browse from a great selection of fiction and nonfiction digital items in Hoopla. Hoopla also has a wide variety of popular comics for all ages. Library card holders are allowed four checkouts a month. Enjoy magazines and the great courses unlimited with a binge pass. A Hoopla binge pass gives you seven days of unlimited access to great online content with a single borrow. To get started, visit ssjcpl.org. To stay up to date with library news, follow us at ssjcpl on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or visit our website at ssjcpl.org.